0: welcome to ultra modern this is a lifestyle and creative podcast created by crosswalk future of that examines the ways that god is moving and working in today's world to learn more about future of follow us on instagram at futureof.cw hello welcome to ultra modern i'm andy and i totally just fell into the screen <laughs> uh, i i anyways Hi, my name is Andy. Hi, what's Andy? your name, bro? My name is Devin Carlisle Donovan,
1: aka Swank. You know me uh, by Swank Sauce if you follow me on Instagram. But uh, yeah,
0: how you doing? What's up, bro? I'm happy to, to have you here, dude. Thank you, sir. So <laughs> we have a guest today, Devin. Uh, Devin Swank. We're so happy that you're here, bro. And you know, I've been I've known you for five years now.
1: Dude, five, almost six years now.
0: Yeah, so, we met. Yeah, I 2015 time. PUC. Yeah. Shout out, PUC. Shout out, PUC, <laughs> Pacific Union College. Let's see. I want to ask, do you have a... F- I want to do this for you. Okay, uh, Go for And it. then I want you to do it for me, too. Do you have, like, a first memory of rem- of, of me? Like, the first time you met me. And mind you, me, uh, just to recap, me and Devin went to PUC together. Uh, we've known each other for the past five years. We did things on the worship team together yes, sir. at PUC. Yes, sir. Uh, we just... You Know, hung out. I think we probably played Pokemon even in college oh, yeah, for no. a little bit. Pokemon
1: go all day long, yeah, still to
0: this day now. So, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, do you? I don't know, this is kind of off the cuff. I didn't tell you about this, but do you have my any... first memory of you? Mm, do you remember after
1: light, after lit? Yes, sir, I do remember my that. freshman year we were in the fireside room because that's where it always was or it was yeah after that was that was the good times I was in the fireside room had the fire going had the music playing oh we would take over the aux we'd have the music jumping oh it was a vibe but I just remember that you would always be like in there mingling with everyone and talking Mm -hmm. with everyone and then I was like dang this guy is like fresh you know he has a he has a kind of style that i <laughs> that i would you know want to adopt in some way or form later on in the future once i you know got situated in cali mm. but um mm, let me say california i know cali uh california yeah we don't say, don't, cali, yeah, we don't say don't. cali we don't if hey, you're from california that's you say my california. bad that's my bad but yeah um kidding. we were just in the fireside room i just remember like i was walking up to you and we just introduced each other and i was like hey i like your shoes i like your fit and then i was kind of yeah, like that, that was kind of like the start and then after that, we would just run into each other randomly, just from there. Yeah,
0: dude, that's awesome, <laughs> bro. So th- I don't remember. Tell me, tell, like, me the, tell me, when was yours? Yeah, I don't remember the first time because I don't think this was the first time. But the vivid memory I have from you, like before we actually knew each other, <laughs> oh, was like you singing on stage. Like you, you had a, and you still have an amazing voice. I remember just seeing you on. We were in uh, Daphne. That's I don't know why that's oh, so vivid gosh. in my head. You, we, we were in. Is it called Daphne Hall? Yes, yeah, Daphne Chapel. Daphne Chapel, yeah. and you were up on stage Wendy singing, Hall. bro. And I was like, dude, this guy's
1: sick. This guy's dope. Those are back in the days. Back, back in, in the, the days, P-C I still days. love to sing. Um, that's that's good, definitely dude. like one of the gifts that I think God has blessed me with. That's awesome. And bro. I try to use it to, you know, just show others to Him. So I'm glad that you remember that. as, like one of the first things that you remember me by. Like I yeah, definitely bro. appreciate that. Bro, that's
0: awesome. Dude, I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast. Of course. So today... It's a a pleasure. uh, Good, bro. It's a pleasure for us too. The reason I invited Devin onto the podcast is because you are one of the most creative people that I know. Um, And at the same time, you have a very unique perspective on creativity in church. Mm -hmm. And we've had a couple conversations about this. And you've used your creativity as a way of bringing people together, as a way of building community. Yeah. Um, and normally creativity is usually just seen as something that is personal, like right. that that people do on their own. So they maybe some people draw, some people make music. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to kind of taken your creativity to make a space for people to bring people together. Um, and one of the ways that you've done that is with Will Made Radio. <laughs> like you have a bunch of awesome projects going on. So yeah. we're just excited to talk to you today about creativity. <laughs> um, but first, I mean, tell us like what are you up to? What creative things are you up are you up to right now?
1: Well. As of right now, I am finishing my Bachelor's of Arts in Graphic Design at Pacific Union College. Shout out Fisher Hall. Fisher. Thank you so much. Um, It's been a journey, but you guys are right here. Um, So I'm finishing that up. I'll be done in June. Praise the Lord. And then I'm also, like, I have a, a lot of projects going. Of course, I'm interning here at Future Of, helping you all with the creative side of things and just making sure that we spread the message clearly to, you know, everyone who's out there and just making sure they have a strong foundation. But also, like you said, I have, my Well Made Design Studio is kind of an ongoing project that I I kind of wanted to make a, a space where everyone can just come and, you know, enjoy something positive and mm. inspiring, something that really feeds yeah. their experience, you know, because one thing that I think about is important about creativity is that you need to do it intentionally mm. so that it adds value to people's lives, you know wow. what I'm saying? So yeah. I wanted to create a space that this allows people to come in. You can enjoy everything that I create with it. just like purely take it in and then use that as fuel to go on and feed your experience. Wow. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's great, dude. So
1: that's what I um, – that's Will Made Sound yeah. Radio. That's, that's the design studios. That's the YouTube page. Shout out. I just randomly made a YouTube page last night. So. Nice. <laughs> um, but, dude. yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I go from, where I stem from.
0: Yeah, bro. So, a couple days ago, I think it was last week or so, you yeah. were list. We you just played music while we were making some stuff here <laughs> in the studio, and it was somebody. I don't know who it was, but it was like an Apple Radio show. Uh, and and then yes, sir. They're playing music, and one of the things I said is like, "Oh, is this Frank Ocean?" And you looked at me, <laughs> and you're like, "This is like the exact opposite of Frank Ocean." I was like, "Oh, okay, my <laughs> bad. Okay, I, I'm off here." Uh, but then the other thing that you said, uh, or I, I. I witnessed happened mm-hmm. was you had such a way of describing the music and a a gravitation to like the radio uh presence because there was a guy talking and, and mm. you were you made a comment something like oh man i really want to do this or the way that he does this is so well yeah tell us what is like the the intention behind that how what does music do for you and how is that something that you want to share with people
1: well um first off, shout out Joe k shout out selection radio shout yeah. out andre power those are um the inspirations the really the homies that I look up to because they have created this really community mm. if you will that um I really reach out to and I really look to for inspiration and growth and um what i um what I want to do or sorry i got lost what was what was your question again i'm so oh, sorry just
0: tell me how does how does how does music affect you or like oh. how, how do you how do you why do you want to share that with people because you have a radio show right well made radio right in which you play music right. and then you talk about it right yeah like like tell us what, what was the story behind that so essentially i see music as a universal language mm.
1: and i feel like it's a way that you can get people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different places, different parts of the world together to experience something that is unified you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're all listening to the same song you're all listening to the same beat you're all listening to these sounds right. and it's like you don't it doesn't matter where you are but you're feeling whatever the song is giving to you. you're feeling the the beats you're feeling the 140 bpm that's you're feeling great. the slowed down edits you're feeling like the vibes you're feeling all the little transitions and all the little crazy like will made sound ready you're feeling everything and that's yeah. not here but that's everywhere wow and that's yeah. something that like I feel like that's music, you know, music does, yeah. you know, it brings you together. Yeah. It builds community. It takes people and allows them to, you know, have something like glue, you know, in common yeah. that brings them together. So that's kind of like what music does for me. And I feel like I listen to a lot of music. Like if you go on my SoundCloud, if you go on my Apple Music, like I'm just music, listen music, everything. everything all day long. And I think that it's important to expand your, Open your mind mm. to different types of music. You know, I listen right. to everything from bossa nova to, you know, to like you know, rap and hip hop to mm. to whatever it is to jazz to country music. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. But you have to be able to understand where these artists are coming from, and also understand that like there's people all over willing to experience it with you.
0: That's so great, bro. Yeah. Dude, I, ha- I had I had it put to me once this way that music is the one thing that can penetrate someone's heart yeah. in a way that words or maybe conversation won't cuz mm-hmm. i mean there's no i mean right now is a perfect example like a, or this last year yeah like people are divided you know yeah. like obviously so much so. sometimes it's hard to get connected but for whatever reason music is one of those things that it's really easy to to connect people with right and, and you know it doesn't need to be the, someone's favorite type of music but oh, music for some reason has this ability to connect people and to get them all on the same page yeah. and you know something that comes to mind I don't know if this was a movie that I watched or a show or this was an interview I forget what it was but somebody was talking about how they were touring the world this, mm. this person was famous I'm really forgetting who it was uh, but they would talk about how they toured the world in countries where they didn't speak the language mm-hmm. and the country themselves probably didn't understand the words being said in their music all right. but still they would be playing these arena shows and the entire stadium would be singing the songs, mm. even though they had, no, it probably didn't have a, a, a strong idea of what, what the words saying. were saying yeah. because music just for some reason has this way of, of resonating with the soul. Mm. You know, it has a way of connecting human hearts together, mm-hmm. especially to certain ideas. Yeah. Because you know, what, as, this is something that I experienced in my life. One of the most foundational parts of my, my spiritual life right. was worship Mm -hmm. like worship music Mm -hmm. and sometimes worship music is able to communicate something to me Mm. that simply hearing it talked about can't or or won't won't as easy you know definitely like i one of the things that i enjoy the most are are poetics in songs Mm. so there's a way to say that jesus loves you by saying jesus loves you or you could sing it like like oceans, you heard the song "Oceans." Right. You call me out upon the water, mm-hmm. or my feet may fail. It 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 takes the idea of like God loves you, God has a life for you, but right. then it expounds and poeticizes it and makes, to a way that resonates with your soul. Right. You know, it's
1: like you've been through. You can picture yourself going through that journey, right? Exactly. That the music creates, where it's like someone speaking it. You, you don't really feel that or see that, but when yeah. it's when it's being given to you through your your ears is being, you know, given to you through the vibrations, like you can feel that that moment, you know. Yeah. You've been there. Yeah. You were going through the water. You were going through a hard time. You were going through something. And yeah. the music kind of like resonates with you. and It's like, wow, God was there with me that entire time. Wow. You can feel his presence through yeah. the music that it's
0: giving you. And like, that's why I understand what you're saying wholeheartedly, like yeah. 100%. I get you. That's good, bro. And, and you know, rhetoric and sermons and stuff, mm-hmm. I think sometimes take a little longer to get to that point right. where it resonates deep with someone, yeah. and you know sermons do amazing things. I can't tell you how many times a sermon has 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 helped me, mm-hmm. but for some reason music has a way of impacting your heart that is faster and and more effective sometimes than yeah. rhetoric. Yeah, you know, I I one time I went to the what's the museum in L. A. that everybody goes to that has um, like the big chair. Uh, LACMA? Y- no, no, uh, no not Getty. Art. No, not the no. Getty. It w- everybody pronounces it different. Oh man, let me see. I have a computer right here. <laughs> I have the LA Mac laptop right here. <laughs> it is the I should be getting some like the Broad. The Bro. The, 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 the Broad. Broody. The Broad or the Brody. The Broad. Okay. The Broad. Everybody that I I meet, think it's the Broad. I'm pretty sure it's the Broad. People say it differently. I, literally everybody that I've spoken to says it one way and then says it another way. The Broad, the Broad. Anyways, One time I went there and they had this art display going on. They had a a, like a movie art piece. Yeah. And excuse me. Totally. (laughs) Anyways, uh, they had this movie art piece and we went into the room. Oh yeah, I'm snapping you. that. Oh, good snap. (laughs) Let's do a little nice. Anyways, we we went into the the room and the video that was playing was a book that was opening and it was flipping through the pages and the guy had taken time to write something on each page, draw pictures. So it was almost like, you know, those, uh, what are they called, the flip book? uh, Yeah, like a flip book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what it's called. He made a bigger version of that. And what he kept writing over and over is, when you open the book, there you find yourself on the page. And I think what the artist was trying to communicate was that for some reason, when we read things or when we listen to things, Mm -hmm. our immediate response is to put ourselves in the place of, the the main character or or the problem we resonate with it Mm. you know and one of i know what i've done in like when i read scripture or when i watch a good movie Mm -hmm. is i always for whatever reason these mediums of creativity Mm -hmm. always help me understand myself deeper and also helps me understand solutions to my life right so for example, one of the movies this is very silly. Uh, one of the movies I deeply resonated with. Talk to me. Was Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> all right. Have you seen it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love that. I love Tom Holland. I am hey, Tom Holland fan the all day. The guy is a legend. right? Yes, but not only that. You know, because there's three Spider-Mans. Right. Tobey Maguire. Toby. Oh, McGuire, Toby. We, Andrew. Hey. Andrew Garfield and and uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. And uh,
1: Miles Morales.
0: But Miles Morales too. That. Oh, what, what what's the guy that? Played him though. In the, uh, I, I don't remember in don't, the cartoon. Don't don't ask me. I yeah. just know
1: character names. You know movie. Okay. That's yeah. that's me. That's me yeah. all day. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you.
0: But okay. gonna say Peter Parker, spider Man's. Yeah. I just feel like Tom Holland is just so good at it. Mm. I. Tobey Maguire was the one I grew up with, but Tom oh, Holland. Yeah. I just feel like. He crushes it anyways, Toby,
1: yeah. That's that's a whole nother. That's, a whole week that's to open. like for the outtakes, right? We should there. do a, a podcast
0: on the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Would Deadpool just to. got brought into the MCU. Bro. Rated Are coming out. Have up. you seen uh WandaVision? Yes, I did, dude. Bro, it was good. I was so confused. I only watched the first episode, but after that, we oh, gotta keep watching. Yeah, after that
1: first episode, I was like, Whoa!
0: So Emily watched it before me, yeah, and she was like. It's just a comedy show. And I was like, there's no way that they it just made it deeper. into it. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. And it yeah. is. Anyways, so we won't say too much. Yeah. You should watch yeah. it. Um, but what future I was saying experience. Exactly, for the future. <laughs> what I was saying is that, uh, oh man, what was I saying? I was talking, oh, Tom Holland, yeah. Spider Man. Here's what I was going to say That movie resonated with me so deeply because I've always felt like in my life, mm-hmm. I'm the underdog. You right. know, like in Spider Man, the character himself grew up as the underdog right. like the nerdy guy i right. was never nerdy but kind of the guy that was sometimes overlooked mm. and then all of a sudden he gains his power <laughs> but now he uses his power to help the people that are in need yeah. so he looks out for the little guy right. out there and there comes a point in the in the movie where i mean i don't want to reveal too much but spider-man is in peril mm-hmm. he just lost to the villain mm-hmm. and a whole building has crashed on top of him you remember mm-hmm. this part okay yeah. And, you know, he's freaking out because he just lost. And he's trying to get up, but the whole building is, is on top of him. him yeah. And he begins freaking out. Right. And I remember watching the movie and feeling like, man, this is a really intense scene for a, or, a no. Disney movie. Yeah, it right? well, was crazy. Marvel.
1: Like, I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, he just shared a lot of emotion in it. <laughs> right. Because he starts freaking out. He starts crying. Like it's he feels real. stuck. He's like, I can't breathe. Yeah. And, and then he, like, calms himself down. And in a puddle, he he sees himself in in the puddle like his reflection. He yeah. goes, "You got this, Spiderman. Yeah. You got this." And he begins little by little. You see the pain on his face. Mm-hmm. You can see that it's taken a lot of effort. It's he begins crazy. to push himself up, and he pushes the building off of himself. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, he goes and saves the day. And that's man movie. It a wild day. It brought up tears to my eyes. It's a Dude, wild scene. Wild scene. <laughs> But I resonated so deeply with yeah. it because I feel like that's the human experience, right? It is. That's that's all of us at some point have felt like we are at our wits' end. No, yeah. That we tried and we failed, and now we're in this moment and we're just gonna be stuck. Yeah. But like they they depicted it so well that sometimes you got to remind yourself who you are. You got to tell yourself. You got to tell yourself that that I am good. Like I, I am, am. Spider Man, and begin to push yourself up. That's right. And that resonated with me even though in my life i'm not spider-man if a building fell on top of me i would die like, there's, like i wouldn't <laughs> Gotta be survive Got but uh but at the same time creativity is so important and yeah. this is this is my bigger point creativity is so important because when we create something we are creating a way for the human heart to be expressed mm. for the experiences of humanity to be put into terms that are understandable yeah you know who who can understand the human heart you know like the human heart is so so hard to to understand and to figure out Mm -hmm. but when we tap into creativity when we tap into say poetics or when we tap into photography film or even you know not just these these mediums are creative but you could be a creative nurse or a creative Um, lawyer, like these, these areas, creative pastor, creative pastor, (laughs) you begin to figure out how to express the human heart even more. Mm -hmm. You you begin to figure out how to share your human experience in a way that is relevant and actually resonates with the soul, you know? And I don't know what, what is that? How has your experience been with that? With, with your creativity? I mean, I a hundred percent agree. I
1: think my creativity in its, most simplest, purest form stems from my will to let others experience my experience, Mm, you know, my journey through life, not through just like one point in time, but through my entire life. And Mm. I know that my fuel, my source of power, my foundation, is God. Like Mm. he's the one that allows me to have all these brilliant, I think they're brilliant ideas, you know, all these, the ability to synthesize music and design and, and creativity and community and all bringing all these people together. He's the source of that power. And I feel like that is at its core. That's all I'm, that's all I'm doing. You know, at the end of the
0: day, that's just, that's, that's my will, you know, it's my will being made. That's so good. And Will Made Radio, that, that's what you call <laughs> Will it. Will Made Sound. Yes, Dude, sir. Will Made Sound. Dude, I, you said two things that I'm deeply resonating with right now, <laughs> and I want to expand on both of them. First, what, well, this is going to be the second thing, but maybe that might be the thing that we're just going to land on at the end of this whole podcast. Yeah. But the first thing that you said was you want to share your experience so that other people can gain from it. Or how would you put yeah. it? Yeah. It's, um, I
1: feel like you don't make it through this life alone. And it's important that you share your experience, you know, whatever you're feeling. You know, there's times where you may be feeling down. There's times where you may be feeling like yeah. you have the most joy in the world. You have the best idea or you just, whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to share. That's good, bro. Because that's what that's what God intended us to do. He yeah. intended us for us to be together and to share our experience and just to
0: learn from one another. Yeah. So that's what I try to do going that's forward. That's good, you know? bro. And you know what that makes me think of is... Uh, Back to a little bit what I was saying is that for some reason, every time I watch a movie or I read a book Mm -hmm. or even scripture, Mm -hmm. I always try to figure out how that movie or how that storyline applies to my life. Right. So immediately, as soon as we step into something creative, our mind's already clicking and trying to see how we can apply it to our lives, Mm -hmm. you know? What I'm realizing, I mean, this is just something that I'm workshopping on the moment, off the cuff. Yeah. But what you just said is that you want to share your experience with people so that people uh, would gain something from it. Exactly. That, that there's actually a lot to be gained through sharing your experience with other people. Almost definitely. And I mean, now, now that you said that, I'm making this connection of sometimes I only think movies or stories are what can help me. Hmm. But... I'm realizing I'm lacking all the stories and all the movies that are already around me. Right. What I mean is, <laughs> you know, right now you, nobody can see this except for us. But Josh is in the room over here. Yes, sir. Shout out, Josh. There's Da-da. a whole. What up, Josh? Love you, bro. <laughs> Josh, Josh's life is a whole movie. Yeah. Oh. That, that I can resonate with. And that can actually impact my life, Come but on. sometimes I just choose not to connect to people. Dude, you're you know? speaking. even like my parents. I mean, this is this one's hard because listening to your parents is sometimes not popular, not. Fun. I love my
1: parents so much. Thank you so much for creating <laughs> me. Thank you. I love you guys. Shout out his parents. Shout, <laughs> Shout out, out all the all parents. The parents. <laughs>
0: Shout out my parents. Yes, indeed. You know, sometimes we gotta realize that uh, our parents his stories can actually offer something to us mm-hmm. that we don't have to wait for the movies mm-hmm. to come out or the stories or or the poetics but there are tons of stories around us right now mm-hmm. that can help us and that can impact our lives indeed you know one of the craziest things i um I'll take this back to
1: my freshman year at PUC. Having a speaker, having a like, you know, portable speaker was the wave back in twenty fifteen. <laughs> Everyone had one. JBL. I had one. Shout out Alltech L- or Lansing, um, Alltech Lansing. Shout out Michigan. Shout out my boy Matthew Beck. But I, don't I carried any around of these it. <laughs> names. Whatever you're saying. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I just, I remember I would walk around with my little red speaker playing music wherever I went out loud. And everyone would be like, dude, why do you have your speaker hanging out for backpack playing music? Like, what is all this? And like, just a testament to like my love for music and Uh where I'm at now. But like, I feel like my daily life, everyone's daily life is a movie. Mm. How, it's it's the way that you think about your life you know I think about LeBron James I think about Jerry Lorenzo I think about Barack Obama mm-hmm. I think about all these different people and I think about how they live their lives and how we see their lives and I'm like wow their life is like a movie their mm. life is so great mm. you know Kanye like whoa look at him doing all these things but it's like your life is the same exact way so true, God bro. has blessed you so much more than you can ever dream of you just have to walk like it Mm. talk like it every single day really dig deep into your purpose and understand that your life is just as great as all these other people that you look up to and you see you have to start living it that way each and every single day
0: yeah maybe sometimes we want to pick and choose what our story was and 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 we will we will refrain from actually living out our story right because we are trying to live out someone else's story. Yeah. So like for for me, let's see, what, what was a big role model in my life? A big role model in my life was probably growing up it was like skaters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh one of my favorite skaters was P Rod, Paul Rodriguez. Shout yes, out sir. P Rod, even though you're not listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were. You never know. Um, you never know. But you know, I definitely wanted to be a skater like P Rod. I definitely wanted to have that same skill, the same clout, you know. Yeah. But at some point I realize i'm not p-rod you know and i'm not the most amazing skateboarder uh and i probably never will be but i like to skate and i like to enjoy that but at some point i realize i got to live my life yeah i got to live my purpose and it that you know what it is it's the comparison game bro Mm -hmm. humanity is often plagued by the comparison game i want to pause you go for it right there because shout out to mcu shout out to
1: the whole marvel universe but if you re- if you remember, um, I believe it was Thor Ragnarok, uh-huh. and it's when Thor gives up his you know like kingship over to the Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. at the end of the
0: movie, bro, that was Infinity, bro, uh, bro. Endgame.
1: A shout out to Dreamers of California, Draymond Jones. But if you look on his Instagram page, there's a picture and it says it took me a while to took this me, and it's like there's this quote that I took from the movie, and it says. Basically, you can't live life the way others want you to mm. because you'll never be fulfilled. Wow. It's like you have to live life the way you were meant to. Wow. So stop thinking about what other people are saying yeah. and follow what God is saying to you. Yeah, follow dude. your path. That's um, good, bro. It says, it's time for me to start being who I am. Rather than who I'm supposed to be. Mm. That's the quote.
0: That's the quote from yeah. from the movie. Yeah, or when, I think, it was, I think it was Ragnarok or Endgame. One of the two. Ragnarok. Yeah, whenever he hands over the the yeah. kingdom to, dude, I resonate with that deeply because it wasn't so much what other people were telling me mm-hmm. to be, um, but it was who I was telling myself that to I be, needed to right? be. Like, oh man, I need to be this really well put together person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I mean you have a past, Andy, and you cannot let that past get out right. and you 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 need to make sure that you are on a straight path and i i was living very much closed in my own box mm. because i had i had placed around me who i had to be yeah and on top of that comparing myself to other people like i i mean in the ministry game it's changed so much in the last 10 years oh yeah because we went from church being just as weekend activity Mm -hmm. to then now becoming one of the pinnacles of people's weeks. Mm -hmm. Like there is now a big uh, entertainment value in church. And that's not necessarily bad. It can be bad. But what I mean is all of a sudden church is one of the exciting places for people to go Mm -hmm. because they get to experience it in a new way. Right. Something new. And on Instagram, you see all these pastors coming out with, like, really great sermons, cool graphics, mm-hmm. like, trendy clothes, like, this whole deal, you all know? Right. And very quickly, I found myself in this comparison game yeah. of, like, oh, man, I am just not as trendy as <laughs> as Mosaic. Dude, or or I, I, I hope to be as cool as uh, Metcalf, like, all these these cool, creative pastors, you yeah. know? And not only do I box myself in, but I begin starting com- starting to compare myself to people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I'm just never going to be as as well-spoken as Irwin, or, hmm. oh man, I'm just never going to be as thoughtful as, as Judah. Like all these big pastors, when in reality, God's not calling me to be Erwin. No. God is not calling me to be Judah. God is calling me to be Andy. That's right. To be authentically me. That's right. And it's actually a disservice for me to, to be somebody that I'm not. It's a disservice to those around me. Mm-hmm. I think me and Josh had this conversation recently on the podcast where we talked about how assuming different social media personas mm-hmm. can actually be setting ourselves up for fake influence. Yeah. So for me, one of the things that I very much struggled with and sometimes still struggle to this day with mm. is being this trendy church person. Because like I said, church culture and in Instagram has become so different it's in the last 10 crazy. years. It's crazy. It's just completely different. Yeah. and. What I found myself chasing was, In a good way. But so, yeah, there's yeah. tons of good things yeah. that have come for it. But what I found myself chasing was the clout and the influence mm-hmm. of one of these big pastors. Right. But I realized that I was lacking all of the follow through, mm-hmm. that everything that came along with that responsibility of influence, I didn't have. Yeah. So what I was setting myself up for was a moment where I could truly influence and, and help someone, but not having the stuff that actually backed it up to get there, you know? And you know, the comparison game, the social media game can be difficult sometimes because God isn't calling us to be someone we're not. God is calling us to be ourselves, Mm -hmm. calling us to be authentic. Mm
1: -hmm. If you've seen The Social Dilemma on Netflix, Mm -hmm. you know that we were never made to be intertwined like we are in social media. Um, ever like that's not what we were designed that's not how we were designed to experience life you know Um, the chemicals that are released in your brain when somebody likes your picture it's like Mm -hmm. you were never meant to experience life in that way it was meant to be so much different yeah and I think that you really have to understand like hey I am who I am like I'm him like I am the greatest person to ever you know walk this earth besides Jesus himself, if Mm. you want to think that way, not like thinking high, but like you have to think confidently and think about yourself in that light, because you can't compare yourself to others. You're Mm. always going to be different. And it's what makes you different that makes you special. You know, Mm. it's the different things about you. It's the different attributes that you bring that no one else can do that makes you who you are. And you have to walk fully in that. You have to understand like God has blessed you with these gifts. Yeah, You got to walk into that, bro. You just kind of walk your way right into that like
0: that's so true bro because and not only that i think if i were to be if i were to attempt to be erwin mcmanus Mm -hmm. which erwin if you ever listen to this i love you (laughs) and it would be cool to hang out at least one time anyways um if i were to attempt to be erwin mcmanus not only would i not be able to Mm. but i would actually being be the this may be. This is the way I've i heard it put. The Walmart version. <laughs> Walmart versus Target. I nah, love Target. Walmart. Target all day.
1: Yeah, yeah, we love you know, Walmart. It's okay Woo. if you. It's
0: okay if our listeners go to Walmart. Yeah, no, no, no. We I'm love, just saying. I just buy
1: gummy bears there all the time. Like, yeah, I love Walmart. I buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards Bring there. Bring them back,
0: please. Mm-hmm. But I am saying Target, way better. Always Team Target. Anyways, if I were to try to be Irwin, mm. I would be Walmart version. Like, like. Erwin is top tier target level, like, no shade, no and shade. and I would just be trying to follow mm-hmm. and and pretend to be him when yeah. I'm not, and you know people can tell when something's not authentic, mm-hmm. like people know when you're not being authentically you, yeah, you know, and I, I remember, uh, being told this by a pastor one time. He was like, if I ever, you know, this was a long time ago, but he's like, if I ever come to your church and I realize that you're being fake, like I'm gonna call you out for it. <laughs> and he was talking specifically for preaching style. Because preaching style is so weird, because you and can mimic. Hop
1: on you, dog. Yeah,
0: you can mimic preaching styles. Yeah, but at the end, like, you'll see the cracks in it yeah. when someone's not being authentic to for who sure. they are. You know, for sure. And the same is like, sometimes we just gotta really lean in, be who you are, be who God has created you to mm-hmm. be. Don't you don't have to be someone else. Yeah, your unique expression, your unique perspective on life is necessary. Mm. And not only is it necessary, but there's probably a portion of people that are going to be fully impacted by you. Oh, definitely. I mean, when it comes to movies, I keep bringing this up, but not every movie impacts everybody the same way. Mm. You know, like, what's your favorite genre of movie? Ooh, I'm a big fan of science fiction. Science fiction? Okay. Indeed. My mom cannot sit through anything science fiction. (laughs) You know, she likes drama and romance. That's my mom. mm. You know? But those movies, all as different as they are, sci-fi and these romantic drama movies still have a community that they impact in a very specific and important way. That's very true. Every person, even if you are different genres than each other, every person has influence. Every mm. person has a way of impacting someone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to really resonate. Like maybe I am, like this is who I am. Right. And realize like, that's good. Step into who you are deeper. Oh,
1: one of the things that I love about well Made Sound Radio is that I bring music in from everywhere, but also I don't really tell people what to do with the experience. Mm. I kind of just bring them there. And That's good, dude. And what happens is the people resonate with whatever is being playing and they take it and they're like, oh, I love this song or, oh this is a new song that I, I never knew I would love this genre of music, but they mm. take that initial like soundbite or whatever it is. that It could be one song during the whole 30 minute episode or 35 minute episode. And they take it and it just stems from there. You know, it's a seed that grows and it's, it's the one little thing that you may not ever think you'll experience, but yeah. stepping into it and just like being open to trying it, you understand that you love it. And like you said, different genres of movies, different genres of music. Like you never know what you might end up loving in the mm-hmm. long run, yeah. but it's being exposed and just like taking that first step initially. That's important. that's good,
0: bro. That's good. And you know, one of the things that it, it makes me realize more is how important community is mm-hmm. in this whole game. Like, like what we're, we've been saying this, I think what we've been saying this whole time is that you're surrounded by different movies oh, yeah. different genres around yeah. you and their people. Yeah all these stories that experiences that people go through have the power to impact their life. Mm. And one of the things that you're saying is like, you have to be open to like, be open to the music because you don't know how it will impact you. Right. Maybe sometimes, and this is, this is bringing us back to the importance of community. Mm. Maybe the reason some of us aren't growing or experiencing a portion of our life that, that we feel like we should, maybe the reason is because we have limited our community. Mm. Now, don't accept every voice into your (laughs) life because there are some terrible voices out there. Really be discerning. Be discerning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But get people around you. Community is so important. Definitely. That brings me like two summers ago,
1: it's been a wild, like just a crazy journey mm -hmm. the past two years of my life. Really my entire life in general has just been like wild in my own like standards to think about in comparison to other people. probably like, whatever, dude. Yeah. But like, (laughs) I just think my life has been so wild, and it's like last year this time I was up north in Angwin at I PUC.
0: I visited, you know, yeah. yeah,
1: you visited me. I was working at the CoGen. I was in the power plant. Like, mm-hmm. but if you rewind a year before that, during the summer, I had this crazy idea to start this whole Will Made thing, and it was very quiet, and I didn't really talk to anyone about it. But I remember going on Instagram and. I don't know if it was through you. I don't know if it was through one of um, the people who went to PUC, but he left and went to last year. I think believe my boy Michael. Um,
0: but anyway, but he yeah. knows Cole. Oh
1: yeah, Ice Coal Lemonade on Instagram. So I just like reached out one day, not knowing who this guy is. He's like, who is this dude? He's like this weirdo, like commenting, DMing <laughs> me, and like asked for his number. And I just started texting him randomly because I was like, I really like what this guy is doing with Tasha Kuno. Tasha like Kuno. I really like what this guy is going with 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 his mission with his brand with his intention and i just want to reach out and let him know that i'm supporting you like bro i'm here for you if you want to collab if you want to make things like let's do something on in the future but just know that i'm here for you and the same thing with like eldon and house of doc like the mm-hmm. same thing with brandon and until we, like it's all these different things that come together and i'm just like it's the community that helps us grow we need yeah, to be right. able to reach out even though we may not know but just be discerning and reach out That's so and you good, never bro. know what the relationship may blossom into
0: yeah, like some of the best sources of inspiration are surrounding us at all moments, mm-hmm. and you know, Instagram provides you with the space to access inspiration in a way that we didn't have before. You it's know, it's a tool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a tool. Use it as a tool to mm-hmm. to meet someone. And I mean, Elden is prime example. I met Elden through Instagram. Well, I met Elden through Isai, who met him through Instagram. I see. but you know. <laughs> Elden is one of the most inspirational people I've met. Elden, if you're listening, I love you, bro. House of Doc is lit. We're literally... I want to get you on the podcast someday. Oh, yes. I've man. been asking him. Hopefully, totally. we can get him on here. Yeah, um, Dude, I want to have a little bit of a conversation yeah. um, on inspiration. Okay. Because creativity is a discipline at times. Mm-hmm. I watch this video because inspiration will come and go, but discipline is what lasts for creatives. Mm. Um, sorry if you guys are hearing all these noise. We're right next to the garage and they are totally, I don't know, a. doing things. Process. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, that cre- Oh, yeah. Creativity, creativity is a process. Creativity needs discipline. But at the same mm-hmm. time, uh, creativity needs inspiration at times. Right. What and you- I want to ask you, what are your sources of inspiration?
1: Well, I think...
0: I'm inspired,
1: one, by just life in general. God has given us this gift. And if you really choose to look at the little things, you're like, whoa, everything that God has created is amazing. And like, I draw a lot of inspiration from that. Another inspiration that I draw from is music. Mm. I love listening to sounds listening to music there's this thing called synthesis Asia where it's like you listen to music and you can draw like different things and like you literally draw the music but like I love what music adds to life I think it really adds beauty That's and value yeah. and I like to draw inspiration from the music that I listen to mm. um, another place that I draw inspiration from is my family I think That's at great. the core of your being you were raised by a community you were raised by family mm. and like wherever you're from, like, I'm from Maryland. People, actually, when I came to California, people thought I was from SoCal. Um, and I was like, no, dude, I'm from I'm from Maryland. I come like, all the way across, you know, yeah, the country. Think, mm-hmm. And, like, I hold 301. I hold the DMV. I hold Capitol Hill SDA Church close to my heart. And, like, mm-hmm. I draw from that family. And I draw wow. from, like, those inspirations. Um,
0: yeah.
1: That's so at the same good, time, man. I have all these journals. If you have an idea, and I say this for anyone who is, like, creative who who loves to just make things write it down let it let it marinate let it grow you know don't think about it but just have it down so you can come back to it and draw from it in
0: the future so one of the things that you're saying that i i'm really resonating with is your journey of creativity Mm -hmm. has pushed you further into your relationships with your your family Mm -hmm. it's created a a value for your upbringing, the value for the things that are around you. Exactly. And I think it's such an important thing to remember with creativity because creativity is just another wa- another incentive or another way of understanding how good God has been to us. Hmm. You, I mean, and mind you, that's not to say every, everything that we pull creativity from or inspiration from is positive because right. creativity is often born out of the most difficult of situations. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I feel like at the heart of what you're saying is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, we could take this another way too, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like your creativity and what you draw inspiration from always connects you back to how good God has been in your life and what he has blessed you with. 100%. Yeah?
1: That's always what it draws back to at the end of the day. That's so good. Every little thing has been a building block in my journey of life Mm. that has added value no matter where it's been no matter how far down the rabbit hole I've been no matter how up top of the mountain I've been yeah like it's all been building
0: blocks Legos if
1: you will mm. to add to this experience that I call life and that's wow. where that creativity stems from like you said
0: that's good I like that you're using analogies of Legos and building blocks <laughs> um, because you know with our high schoolers right now we're in a series called foundations and mm. you know we've talked about foundations multiple times indeed and and one of the things that i mean to quickly recap uh one of the things that we've talked about is that if we want to have a good year yeah we don't need everything to go our way we just need strong foundations that's right if something is not built on a strong foundation then it will fall every Mm. structure that's like probably step one of every uh every structure making it you have to make sure your foundation is strong has to be solid if your foundation isn't strong then your structure is probably going to fall. Mm-hmm. So this this year we at the beginning of this year we're being really intentional about talking about our foundations, yeah. talking about how to rebuild after such a difficult time. And and what I love what you're saying is that God is part of that building process. Oh, definitely. And maybe we can even put it this way, part of the of building our foundations is Makes you sure there's a cornerstone, mm. and and I I honestly I mean you've heard the song cries around cornerstone. cornerstone.
1: It's a great peace
0: song. Made
1: strong In the savior, savior. I'm, I'm not gonna sing because it's gonna be just audio later. Yes sir. Yes sir.
0: And, you know, this song and scripture talks of Jesus being the cornerstone. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I I didn't always know what a cornerstone was. I mean, it seems to be in the name, but it's not completely in the name. Mm -hmm. um, Because the cornerstone doesn't really tell you exactly what a cornerstone is. A cornerstone in a structure is the first brick that is laid down in which everything else is built in reference to. Mm -hmm. So the cornerstone is what you build your life around. yeah. And I think one of the the things that I've struggled with in my life is picking the wrong cornerstone, Mm. building my life around the wrong things. Talk to him. But it seems like what you're saying in in your experience, and again, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to make invalid conjecture, but it seems like one of your cornerstones in your life has been Jesus. Yes. That has been your experience with God, and that has fed into everything that you've built, like with your family, creatively, whether it be school, whether it be your job, all of these scenarios Jesus has always been the cornerstone. I
1: would definitely say 100% yes. Um I just take it back to my where I was raised, you know, I was born into a Seventh-day Adventist family. So, being in the church, being at Capitol Hill SDA Adventist Church in DC being you know raised I always had that I would say I had that connection with Christ you know I had mm-hmm. that you know there was a there was a string and I was the other end of the string and there was you know my my parents who would bring us to church and I really had that like oh, I'm going to church like connection with Christ right mm-hmm. and this was growing up you know out my entire life until I went to Pine Forge Academy my junior and senior year which is a Seventh-day Adventist Academy and um Pennsylvania. Mm. And then I was away from my parents and I really had to continue to cultivate this relationship with Christ myself. And I was like, what do I do? You know, we have our own church services. So we would, you know, I would sing for the praise team there. You know, I would, I would, um, do worships on Friday nights. You know, there's just little things that would help me continue my relationship. Mm. When I got to college, being all the way in California, totally new environment, knew absolutely nobody at PUC, um, except for maybe like two or three people, It was like, where do I go? What do Mm. I do? I'm so far from my parents. My relationship with Christ, like, how do I really build it? And the church was different. The people were different. The the experience was different. That's what I wanted. Mm. I wanted to be thrown into something where I didn't have any, you know, I wasn't comfortable. I wanted to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where my relationship with Christ really, really took, like, it skyrocketed. It was like, hey, this is something that you need to figure out on your own. It's just you and God. This is something that you personally have, and you have to take that every single day, whether it is devotion, whether it is prayer, whether it is spending time with him in his creations, whatever it is, you need to nurture this relationship just like you would nurture any other relationship. Mm-hmm. And you have to really use that as your fuel because if you use him, you'll never run out. That's if you so look towards dude. him, if you grow towards him, you'll never need anything else in life. That's you'll so always good, be man. fulfilled. And that's what I really learned on my own when I got away from my parents and
0: started building this relationship and my own life outside of like that nest of home. Mm. Would well, you say then that you kind of had to deconstruct portions of your life in order to reconstruct around Jesus. And what I mean is is like you moving from Maryland and Pennsylvania, you said, mm-hmm. to California. First of all, huge move. I've been to the East Coast two times in my whole life, and like one of the first things that I, I I think on the plane is like, dang, this is far. Like that is <laughs> a lovely a trip. Huge,
1: huge move. It takes so many pictures. It's an amazing trip.
0: That's good, dude. And you move from there to Anguin, California, which I'm sure if, if you're not Adventist and you're listening to this, you have no idea where that is. Elm It's in Napa Valley. Okay, <laughs> it, it, it's the smallest little Adventist town with a little college on it. Mm-hmm you moved here and in a sense, I feel like you kind of had to deconstruct some of the things in your life because you didn't have, you know, your mom there Mm-mm. or your dad there mm-hmm. or your family or your community. You were in a new space where you had to really be intentional about what you're, you're building. Wow. I this think. is like a therapy session, but I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> <laughs> too far, Andy, what are you no, doing? No, 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 in a good way, in a good <laughs> way, in
1: a good way. Cause I never like thought about it in that sense. but. Yeah it's very like reading you right now I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> That's never it's fun. very it's very true in a way like I had to it was like all these different things that I was trying to figure out kind of like and it didn't have to be on my own like in a sense of the way like I really grew up I, I really like grew apart from my family and like that relationship yeah. that I had back home and I'm so thankful that like I grew in Christ and I'm able to grow now because like now my relationship with them is great and yeah. I talk to them and I communicate with you know all my friends and if you want to cultivate good relationships, you have to do that from the inside out, you know, it starts yeah. with you. But, um, yeah, I was, I was, you know, placed here in a small town in England, California, in Valley, and I just wanted to figure it out, you know. And there was all these different things coming at me. School, you know, I'm, I've been in school for, you know, granted, five years now. This is my last year. So it's like it's been a journey, mm. but it's like all these different responsibilities, all these different trials and tribulations at the end of the day. I always looked up and you know, who was there? It was God. Wow. Like he was always next to me. He was always ready to take my hand and pull me up and like whatever the relationship was, whatever the situation was with my family, whatever it may have been with school, like he was always there to nurture me and like, that's why, you know, each and every obstacle really is an opportunity. You know, Mm. it's an opportunity for you to grow closer to the one who, nourishes you and who is the source of all your you know strength and power so good man and that's really you know thank you for you know bringing that up because that's really where you know it stemmed from
0: yeah dude it i mean not to read your life more <laughs> but it seems like making jesus the cornerstone is what your whole life resonated around like yeah. building around that is what led you to moments like this exactly or moments i mean you you probably can name moments in your life where god has moved and you've seen it and I, uh, in the same way, my life too, I, I I mean, I'm more than guilty of creating my life around the wrong cornerstone. Mm-hmm. I've built it around popularity. I've built it around fun. Mm-hmm. I've built it around people. And every time that I've built it around a cornerstone that wasn't Jesus, I've just fought, felt my life fall apart. Crumbles and falls. And, you know, that's not to say that I don't face issues, right. but when you build your life around Jesus, that cornerstone, and you build in foundations that resonate and are built in reference to him, mm-hmm. you actually are able to experience a new life, a yeah. new reality. I mean, you view life through a whole new lens. Yeah, literally, G- Jesus time and time again, like Jesus calmed the, the storm. Mm-hmm. He asked the, the disciples, why are you so afraid? Right. I mean, that makes sense why they would be afraid. Oh yeah, There's, They're in a storm, they're going to die. He says, why are you so afraid? And seems to be communicating yeah. that there's a new reality that you could be living in. Mm-hmm. That there is a new existence where before the storm is even calm, you can experience peace. Yeah. That doesn't make sense with the way that our world runs right now. That doesn't make sense in our reality. But when Jesus is our cornerstone and we step into his reality mm-hmm. in this new reality, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the physics of our lives are different. Yeah the the existence that we're in isn't the same anymore. We may ex- we may feel the same, you know, walk into this world, but literally we get to live in a new existence in Jesus, and that comes from, you know, having Jesus as our cornerstone. That's right. Yeah, bro. Amen. Hey, 100%. Man. I love you, dude. I love you too. I'm glad that you're here. I'm happy to be here, bro. Blessed to be here, really. Yeah, bro. Do you have any any last words for, for everybody?
1: Um, Certainly. Uh, I say this in my episodes all the time on Might Sound Radio, but don't be fearful. Never be afraid of what's on the other side of your fears. Just take the next step. Have the faith of a mustard seed because God will really bless you. You don't know what he has in store for you. I know you have plans, but he has greater plans. That's so good, man. Forward always and always feed your experience.
0: love it, bro. Hey, thanks for being here. Love, love you, here. bro. Thank you, dog. Catch you later. Of course. And goodbye to all your listeners. We love you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Peace.